0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Jeff and Casey show.
1: Hello and welcome to the Jeff and Casey show.
0: That's right. We're on day 7 now. Is uh what do we what is the what is the number today? Uh 7 you mean 7 these, uh swans swimming? Swans swimming. More birds. Oh man, you know I hate a
1: yeah, It's I, avian. I hate
0: yeah. a, I hate a I hate a bird. Yeah, they, they, they drive me crazy. Those yeah. birds. So I,
1: I feel like whoever made up these this series of gifts was one of those people who's like they the... didn't have a
0: lake house because I tell you what, <laughs> you you grow to hate every bird out there.
1: I was going to say they're one of those people who's a member of the Audubon Society, ah. and none of their friends care about birds at all, yeah. and they keep getting presents from them that are bird-related, and you're like, dude, know what, you're the only person, <laughs> nobody even knows what this thing is that right. you gave them. We don't know it's a goose. We don't know what the fuck it is. Just I was thinking everywhere. about
0: that the other day. My grandpa, who uh, was... Uh, like a Rebubli- uh, Republican in like the 80s and stuff was a big was a big Ducks Unlimited guy. Okay, and so I remember him being very into conservation and like yeah. uh, public lands and all yeah. that. And that's so not a Republican thing anymore. We've yeah. been- moved completely away from that. It's yeah. all been pulled out. Uh, in in the most awesome way. Anyway, Well,
1: everything goes, swirls around like that. It's always really bizarre. Like, there's no real, like, consistency to to political, uh, the, like, American nominal political positions. It's always, like, weird. And you're like, wait, what are you guys, oh, oh, wait, but you you used to not, okay, like, and and that happens so often, it's ridiculous.
0: You played those um, uh, 20 question things on the internet where you're like, You know, they ask you vegetable mineral and then they ask you a question –
2: you, you know yeah, that
0: game, yeah.
1: Like the, the when they and they sold a little toy. Based yeah, yeah, on this, yeah. Right? yeah. And
0: basically, all they're doing is e- you know trying to find the single question that splits, splits the group it in, half. E- yeah. in half to get the most. Yeah, finding research. So you get that funny thing of like yeah. question nineteen: Is it a yeah. comic book? And you're like, no. Yeah. And then twenty: It's like it's a microwave. You're yeah. Like
2: what? Ah! Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway,
0: uh, that's what I feel like politics is now: is like trying huh. to find the little totems that just freak people out. To mobilize, it's almost like we want to find the things that aren't necessarily policy or whatever, but get people to the polls because that's what's important. Uh, yeah, anyway, I don't well, know.
1: Well, I mean, it's I a weird, know.
0: we're in a weird zone. It, we,
1: we're in danger of going massively off topic again at, at this point. Well, I, this is the Jeff and Casey show, and I suppose it's it okay. But, what but I the say reason
0: is, uh, why is there's something related to this coming okay. up here, which is our, uh-huh. our regulations. Uh, that 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 we 're going to talk about what I was going
1: to say there is like i I've, I've definitely thought a lot about that much more about that recently than I had previously because I feel like um i, I feel like most people in 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 the trump years have have <laughs> felt i think increasingly like um exacerbated in their politics right like like people are are really um uh, histrionic and stuff. Yes, like that's Why is my, true. La- my laptop's going? Nuts what is going
0: right on? I don't know. I, I thought that was street noise, and then why I was trying to ignore this? it.
1: I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna set it down to like power saver, so all it right. can't. It's gonna
0: go off in the, the middle of the cast. The only thing that's
1: up is like the web browser, right? And well, so you, know you know what know that, that is. That it's then. Like, it's all no, weird, no, 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 right? that's doing Bitcoin. That's doing Bitcoin. You it's definitely doing Bitcoin. So I'm power Coinhive
0: apparently. Well, I
1: was gonna say is actually I've had the opposite experience really with the, with, with the recent stuff, which is that I just more realized that I, I sort of realized that I really just don't like people like, like <laughs> the, um, cause I used to not like people a lot. And then I think I liked people more when there was less, when they talked less.
0: I see when they and,
1: were, yeah, yeah. Cause you can, you can kind of imagine that other people, if other people happen to be for something that you're also for, like, let's say, mm-hmm. you know, you're back 10 years ago. Or twenty years ago, actually, uh, to pick an example for for my past and you're for gay rights, but that's not a very common position at the time necessarily. It's right. more marginal. You assume that other people who are for gay rights arrived at that conclusion because they thought it through in a similar way that you did. Right? Okay, sure. However, if you're someone who doesn't think things through in the same way that most people do which I have long realized at this point that I don't, right? <laughs> That's not the case. So you come to a bunch of erroneous conclusions about who your friends really are in terms of oh. not friends like, hey, this is my buddy, Allies um, or, yeah, yeah. But like you and me or something. I mean more like who your uh, people who you would count on to uh, make similar decisions about public policy as, yeah. as you would, right? Right. So mostly what I learned from the, the Trump era is that I have no friends really at <laughs> all? Right, most people don't care about the same sorts of societal concerns that I do. Like, yeah, I'm I a very I'm are. a very rule of law kind of person. Like, I'm a I'm a I'm a programmer at heart. Right. So I think systemic. You are a
0: rule follower.
1: I'm yes. I'm a systemic person. Yes. I'm like if you want to introduce something. Absolutely. You know, so relatively simple things that other people have a lot of mixed emotions and fights about are not confusing to me i have a very straightforward answer for them usually like the punch a nazi thing right it's like for (laughs) me there's no it's only rule of law you either have the law that you can punch or you don't and if you decided like you could even come to me and say i want it to be okay to punch a nazi and not to punch someone else and i'd be like well okay you're gonna give me you got to give me a definition of nazi that a court can apply yeah and then i could make that rule right and i always think this is how i always think this i'm like how are you going to codify the thing you just told me. And if the thing you told me can't be codified other than, well, I think it's okay, then I don't agree with you.
0: I see. That's, okay. just,
1: that's just how it works. Right. right? In my brain always. You, right. can just, you don't even really need to ask me. I mean, sometimes you do because maybe you uh, don't want to bother thinking it through this way. But, you know, you can simulate how I feel about a public policy issue usually by can you coherently state a rule for <laughs> this thing that you want? And will that rule have any obviously deleterious effects, right? Like, like d- is that rule going to lead to something really bad, right? right? Because you can state a rule, and it could be a pretty bad rule. Like, you know, we want to burn all children, right? right like, we right. want to light children on fire. Okay, I'm that's, fine. Look, that's a rule, but I, I don't just, like it,
2: right? I just got of like, off yeah.
0: a very long flight, and okay. I'm burn all totally for the, the – ch- okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, right. I'm not saying we're going to necessarily pass it, but I want right. to have the debate because right. at this point, Yes. And I'm not even saying we have to burn all of them, but the yeah. ones that are about to get on my plane. My plane. Yeah. Right. So, bur- so if like, we want to yeah. work on that, exactly. we can yeah. walk it through. Yes. Right.
1: And that's another thing that's that's pretty clear about the rule following thing is it's like you can't put someone's name in there. So you can't say we want to burn all children on, on Jeff's flight.
2: You can't? You, no. Oh boy, that would be, be so handy. it has
1: to apply to all persons basically, right? Right. It, the one of the things of society is if well, oh, you are jeff. a citizen it yeah. has to apply to everybody not just jeff that's okay. like one of the rule of law things Damn it. Right? All right anyway so anyway that's that's definitely been the case is right. now i just assume like i'm like you're forget it you, yep. like i don't even know how society functions if people really can't understand these basic concepts that's how confused <laughs> i am about most of this shit i'm like right. what are you talking about like right. of course you can't do these things they're obviously broken like you could maybe work on them a little and get to some more sensible statement of your position but your current statement of your position is ludicrous like it doesn't even i couldn't even write this into a law if you asked me to that's how fucking broken it is right well
0: so this brings uh since we're going tangential Mm -hmm. let's just keep bending this this you're gonna bend it bend it even further which is we uh, separately – and I can't remember when we were talking about this. It wasn't on a podcast. But we were talking about the fact of uh, founding fathers making these rules, or like trying to set up these rules that are based on the fact they were getting fucked by England on all this. Oh, you and I but, were talking yes. about this? Yes. Okay. And then one of the things we talked about was uh, the problem with news today. And I think you – it was you that brought up okay. an interesting point okay. was – if the founding fathers were today, there would be rules on the velocity of remember we talked about the velocity of oh, information. Oh right
1: right right okay. Of like
0: that's actually problematic now yes, is yes. that especially in the way that news organizations are paid right now. Yeah. Um it's better to be early than right. Yeah. And yeah. and in a world now where we're like all right, we're rebuilding, you know, we're breaking off part of America into America 2.0 or something. Right,
1: right, right. And you're yeah. coming up
0: new ones. It, yeah, yeah. it is certainly some way to monitor the – because uh, when we talked about this, you brought up the fact that, hey, when you have printing presses, you have an inherent speed limit, exactly. right? Their speed yeah, of yeah, light yeah. is as fast as those yeah, machines yeah. and yeah. the people that can hand them, and yeah, we don't yeah. have that anymore. Yeah. Um,
1: well, I think – I mean I don't really remember the point that I was making exactly, but I guess if I had to reconstruct it, it would be something like – you know, one of the primary concerns in any sort of... Uh Whenever you're trying to create systems that allow humans to function as groups, because they don't normally like normally humans can't function in large groups. They they can't do yeah. it right. Like you can't just take a hundred thousand people and dump them on an island. It's a you know you, you probably get Lord of the Flies or something like this, right? right. You, you need to slowly build these structures that they can adhere to because you know in, inherently your brain is hardwired maybe for like a hundred people or fifty people or something, right? Mm, it's that's a, interesting. it's it's hardwired. It, you can. If you're just with a few people, you guys can work it out. Like right. naturally, people who have you know more leadership will will start creating orders, and the people will, will naturally start following them, and you'll you'll organize probably into something relatively effective. Maybe there'll be some headbutting depending on the mixture, right. but you know it, it probably will work out not horribly, right? But eventually, you get to a size too large, and you get the sorts of things we get in human history, you know, wars and all these sorts of things will happen. It's bad, right? So you're trying to create structures that you know create more prosperity and less conflict over time right Right. uh and so one of the things that's very important in these sorts of things obviously is the speed at which you make decisions and evaluate those decisions is important because uh i mean if anyone who's ever been on twitter for 15 minutes can tell is that the faster people do something the stupider they are right (laughs) um and part of this is that you know usually you can usually if you let something sit for a while your emotions reaction to it might cool off Mm -hmm. and you're left with an ability to look at it a little bit better maybe than you were originally if you do something in the first 24 hours you're just like you know Um, and even something fairly uh, fairly horrific still does taper over time. Like, nobody mm-hmm. feels as visceral a need to avenge 9-11 today as they did the day after. Right. So no matter how bad the thing actually is, it definitely wanes over time. And your likelihood to make a good decision is somewhere in there. You probably don't want to forget the thing entirely. You right. don't want to forget entirely that 9-11 happened, and you don't want right. to have a no response to it, right? But you also don't want to have your first response to it, because right. those are both going to be errors yeah. yeah. So you're looking for some place on the curve there. And so I feel like, uh, much like they designed a lot of safeguards to prevent the government from acting quickly, except in really extreme scenarios when it had to, like it being attacked, Right. Uh, I think they would have tried to figure out a way to prevent sort of uh, mass dissemination of information that may be highly erroneous or, uh, intentionally fabricated to that end. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm going on a long diatribe here. This is not helpful. Uh, to that end, I also think that, um, modern media maybe gets a little bit worse rep than it should be. Not because it's good. It's awful. It's terrible. (laughs) Um, But because I think we have a better opinion of old media than we should. So, you know, people tend to look back and they remember, I think I mentioned the Washington Post's Mm -hmm. Watergate reporting, for example, Mm -hmm. in the previous thing, right? Right. We remember the really good parts. You know, we go see Spotlight and it's great, right? Uh, We see all the president's men and it's great. Um, We don't remember, like, most of the yellow journalism stuff as – What we think of when we think of old reporting or like, you know, trying to criminalize marijuana or trying to intentionally start wars with Mexico or, you know, who knows what you pick random events from history uh, or uh, I mean, the Leo Frank trial. I mean, anything that you couldn't go back to and look at how news service handles it. There's just as many examples of them being devious and underhanded as there were them, you know, quote unquote, shining a light of truth on anything. And so I feel like the media is something we've never really gotten a handle on and in the old days maybe it had the benefit of not being as instantaneous. Yeah. Nowadays we're just seeing you ratchet that up. I don't think the quality got as much worse as people think it got. I think we're just seeing the speed effect. We're see
0: there's definitely the speed thing. You see some of the speed even in we're uh we're watching there's a the documentary on the Menendez brothers that killed their uh Uh, parents back in the 80s. Um, I don't think I'm familiar with this. Yeah, it's just two brothers that killed their father. And I remember it because it was kind of in that thing of like, it was one of those first big press things okay where there were just people spotted up
1: covering every little thing okay and all this it was like baby jessica fell down the well kind yeah kind of thing, kind of like
0: thing three but day news and it was like oh these two very wealthy kids killed okay. their wealthy father okay and i very clearly remember what my imagination what 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 my memory okay. of the, okay. the the spin was and When you go back and if you watch the documentary, which is not a good documentary, it's just as yellow as everything else about it. But they're pointing out something that is absolutely true, which was they obviously killed their father. No one is denying it.
1: okay.
0: OK. But there was – they were spun as these spoiled little brats. And I remember them like, oh, smirking and all this. They were just – everything about them, they were tried in the press. Oh, yeah. All 100 percent that. Um And their defense was also a defense in the time, which was that their father abused them, sexually uh, abused them. Yeah. And no, that wasn't even disputed by the... Okay, like, so that just, that it, was, it was, but non-testing. it was a different time. So yes. we all were like, oh, boys sexually yes. abusing boys. <laughs> yes, like, right, it right, was, right, jo- right. there were yes. jokes about right. it. Okay. And now, when you see this now and they right. talk to other family members, this was like,
1: yeah,
0: uh, decades of right. abuse of this horrible. They still killed their father, but like, you're like, oh, I, uh, this was right. completely different than I thought, right completely, and right. this would the exact same trial now would be spun the just as crazy, way. but the opposite yes. for the salaciousness of yeah. the father being a molester, yes, so anyway, it was just funny of like, oh no, we still had that then I, I sort of remember that yeah, being absolutely. earlier on the terms of TV journalism versus like you know uh, uh, baby Lindbergh, which was all the newspapers yeah, selling yeah, newspapers. Yeah. But this was one of the first T V things where it's like, oh, it's exploded and like all day long there's uh, you know, updates on the trial and stuff. Yeah. All all, you know, what, six years before OJ where it went banana cakes. Yes. Um so yes, I I I can see your point that like there hasn't always been great journalism anyway. Well and yeah. it,
1: the one I mentioned there I, I threw in kind of a aside is the exact same thing only much earlier. So yeah. the, the Leo Frank trial is newspaper only there was no television this long ago right um and that was a jewish guy uh who was from new york who ran a factory in atlanta and he was you know by anyone's estimation at this point completely wrongly convicted uh of killing a girl who worked in the factory okay just because they did not like him, right. It was, he was a symbol of like, you know, Jewish people from New York coming down to Atlanta to run things or like, it was, they just exactly like you just said, they made him out to be some kind of thing that it was not even remotely, uh, in the story as it existed in reality, they just invented this other story. That's what they wanted to tell. Uh, and even you had sort of different papers saving different takes on it. So much like today where you've got, you know, the Huffington post and Fox right. news or whatever, saying wildly different stuff about the same thin story that has almost no facts. Um, it's very similar. Like, uh, and so you can go back in history and see that this is what's happened traditionally. Yeah. Uh, and th- You know, I don't know how you fix it, but thinking of it as a modern problem, there are modern aspects to the problem, but it's not a modern problem. It's an always problem.
0: It's an always problem, but just – it is the problem, however, of uh, weaponizing um, that that first uh, emotion is definitely a thing. And they're using – mostly they're weaponizing that for clicks and – sharing and all the other things yeah but uh it can also be used for other but yeah it can also be used for terrible other things yeah well
1: well again i always feel like it's worth looking at these sort of in in arrears because it's it's very tempting um you know human beings have two ways that that they end up doing certain things right to if you want to broadly categorize it uh, and we only tend to look at one of them. We've talked about this on the podcast before. The, the only one anyone ever thinks of, because they always think of themselves as having a, a tremendous amount of agency, they always think of it as like, well, this person thought I would get more clicks by titling this thing blah, yeah. right? Um, you know, uh, you, you, Trump reads something and does something. You, you know, we put it in, in this phrasing and cast it in this negative light because I know our readers hate Trump. Versus another paper that looks at it and goes like, oh, I say like, blah, tax Trump, even though he's right or something is what happens on the other side because they know their readers like Trump or something. So they are playing those two sides or something like this. Um, And that is one way humans do things because certain human thought, certain humans have enough meta thought that they're doing those sort of actions. Other times, it's not that way. It's just natural selection in a sense. There are people who who they firmly believe the Trump headline they wrote is accurate.
0: Okay, do you mean the author of that? The not author the of that thing okay, is sure. not.
1: They are not manipulating the news. They hate Trump just as much as their readers. Yes, and they believe they are reporting the truth or doing a good thing by reporting it fairly erroneously. Right, I think right? so. And those people naturally get selected because they get more clicks. And so you didn't – there was no nefarious – that author was not nefarious. They're just the same as their readers. Yeah, I think that's – Yes,
0: I I, I get that part. But there's also the meta-share problem where people will tend to write the headline that, that like so, so on like an RSS feed or anything in the modern yeah. news, not RSS is a bad example, yeah. but like any Yahoo news or whatever, it's just a big scrolling thing like that. Yes. Um, they're they're aggregating other news, yeah. And you if you click and read the news, you feel like, all right, this guy might be wrong or he might be right, an idiot, right, right, but yeah. he had this is what he wrote, yeah. The little snippet that Yahoo puts at the top <laughs> of the link is actively like, we're trying to get you to click but on again, this. I feel like so- that.
1: Again, just trying to point out how those processes yeah. can work. So there's two ways those processes can work. One is you find someone who's actually nefarious to do this for you. Right. Right. And I agree that could be happening.
0: I don't think that's what's happening. Okay. But yeah. wait. Yeah.
1: Another way is let's say I had let's, – let's just pre- – I'm just giving you a thought experiment. Yeah. Let's pretend we had no nefarious humans. They don't exist. Yeah. We just – just, that's not a thing that we have mm-hmm. anymore. Brains yeah. can't do that. But I still wanted to create this, and I am a nefarious alien who can be nefarious, right? (laughs) All I have to do is just get a bunch of random humans, have them writing the headlines, and whoever gets the most clicks I keep and everyone else I fire. Eventually, I'll get the Trump exaggerator guy on whichever side I wanted, right? And I'm done. It's just natural selection. It works whether you have nefarious humans or not, is my
0: point. My point is they're not nefarious at all. They're just... This is my job. I am hired to put okay, the spin yeah. on here. Right. And Yahoo News yeah. is a particularly good one because they'll link to the same article twice with both
1: things. No!
0: And if I, like, no! log on to my computer versus my phone, I'll serious? get the opposite thing. Oh, man. So they're definitely running A, B on yeah. the thing and just trying to So there to they get
1: the go. Things. They are they are the alien running yeah. – so they don't yeah. need I don't think, humans. They don't need nefarious I humans. I don't
0: think that's even nefarious. Maybe that's they have their ultimate. job. It's that's Yahoo like, Go. Yeah.
1: If they have Yahoo Zero – it's like a neural network <laughs> that's just being trained to make salacious headlines. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: The uh, uh, clickbait, right? It's going to be bad. Well, let's go into the British. Uh, the since we're talking okay. rule of law, let's go into the that when we're trying to codify, okay, yeah, some yeah, of the yeah. things that humans do and don't do that we want to either encourage or discourage. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
1: so yeah, you know, I guess that's true. This is a good example of something that appeals to both the salacious mind mm-hmm. and the attitude that I was describing earlier describing earlier the the really wanting things to be codified right the wanting to have a way of explicitly yes if I may <laughs> defining how something should be adjudicated or how it should be identified right right and uh, the article you're referring to here, I pulled it up, is porn websites in the UK will be banned from showing a huge range of sex acts under proposed new law. Okay. Now, new law is not true anymore because, remember, we've been so, on hiatus for a long time. So this is actually a year ago.
0: OK, so are they – Britain is also going under kind of uh, a right-wing renaissance in terms of – uh, like like – Like the United States is so. Is this coming from the conservatives or is this coming from the liberal side who wants to take better care of the women who are usually exploited in this? Or are we talking about people who are sex or bad people? Or is Um, it?
1: Well, you know, I feel like I am not. You know, because we don't. For lack, I'm going to use the term. We don't any deep. Research. research this is true it's just a light commentary right, show right. it's not you know we try to we're get... not a source of quality news and I don't uh, suggest that we are all right so we're um, just
0: going to focus on the rules here well, not I was necessarily what i was going to say is so i don't the know, intent behind them i
1: do not know the intent uh, behind right. these laws however what i would say is um i don't really think i've ever heard of any substantial movement anywhere ever that was large enough to get a government to do something about something that wasn't puritanical for yeah, this I kind see. of stuff. Right. I've never heard of anyone who was strictly concerned about sex worker rights getting people to pass a law banning certain kinds of... Like, that just doesn't happen well, anywhere.
0: Well, no, I mean, I have a counterexample of that. Where? Well, in California, they mandated condom use and pornography, um, and all That's the pornography left. Well, no, but it, it it is something where we're like, all right, we're going to put rule, external rules on oh, this yeah. industry no, that, that, that is I, coming from oh, a yeah. place in a liberal place. That so, I totally agree. Yeah.
1: But I'm talking about not allowing things to be shown. I see. I don't know of any... Thing like that. Maybe there has been at some All right. point, but so, I don't know. So
0: in this that. article, which I have not read, well, I know the title because we discussed some of ours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what what are we talking about here? Do they get down into like? Are they just going to be like we're going to take the Pornhub home category page? And block out certain categories? Or are we talking certain... What are we talking?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, one of the things about this is that, unfortunately, it's well out of my, if I may use the term incorrectly, jurisdiction. (laughs) Jurisdiction. (laughs) Um, Well out of my jurisdiction because I only know U.S. law. I don't know U.K. law. All right. So... The things we're going to read in this article, I have no way of contextualizing them for you. I do not know how UK law works. I only know UK law to the extent that our law is based on their common law. That's about all I know about it. Well, I want
0: this to be men... In that round room yes. that you see where they're all wearing right. wigs, yelling, saying yes. very personal attacks yes. on the other people, right, right. and then yes. yelling, and then
1: everybody right. claps. and yes. So yes. this,
0: I want to see okay. them discuss this. Well,
1: and also I would point out that recently, I again, I don't follow really anything that happens in Britain, but I do know recently uh, that it was a major news headline. Following this... Okay. It couldn't have been many months after. Six months after something, maybe after okay. this law was because this wasn't. This was just getting brought up in November 2016, so a year ago. All right. right? Um, the so, shortly subsequently only a few months after this, uh, one of the main cabinet people or something. I don't really know. Like I said, don't remember. Right. It was just fleeting. Actually, got in sort of a, a lot of hot water. Okay. Uh for having a ton of porn on his parliamentary computer. Whatever, oh like I his see. work computer, not right. his home computer, right. right? And uh recently just that,
0: that's NSF P. Yes. Not safe, safe for, for Parliament. Parliament. Right, all right. Yeah. yeah uh, he didn't look at that tag and then clicked on it. Uh all right.
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, I think NS NSF. <laughs> HM maybe H-M. not M- safe for her majesty her Might majesty. be the way that I would I think they would probably <laughs> right, right. uh quantify it uh yeah, the, the the queen likes, likes yeah. uh, exclusively anal action so she right. doesn't want to see uh, I
0: feel like um, if you go full britain like yeah. british royalty yeah you go straight to the incest section because oh, those right, guys yeah, right, like right, right, we don't yeah, even bother yeah, with any of the okay, other sections right, right, it's just stepmom yeah. porn all count on all, action. <laughs> yeah. all stepsisters
1: yeah. okay Second cousins. Good point. You got yeah. a point there. Right. Uh, but no scepters. What, yes. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: no. So he recently had to step down. Okay. He was a. He was actually supposedly a, a close. Uh, I guess I want to ter- use the term ally. Whatever you call someone who is a political in a political alliance with Theresa May. Okay. Uh, he recently had to step down over these porn allegations. Right. He of course claims that 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 they Virus. were not his porn. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Right. I don't know how those got there. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, which you know the only thing I think that probably is if if the you know, you know my porn directory is a different directory. You were looking right. at different. You were looking at someone else's. I don't know who was that. Probably my sister. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, this bill is was before, a little bit before that. And what it says is, a new bill will, if successful, ban huge swaths of sex acts from UK porn. Okay. Um, The digital economy bill, always, (laughs) always appropriately named. Right. That's a, that's
0: one of my favorite right yeah. there. You
1: know, yeah. nobody tried to put their own pet stuff into that
0: bill. No, no, there's yeah. not, There's not a bridge no, being no, built somewhere no. on the oh, digital no, no, economy no. Right. porn bill. <laughs> yeah. right. The
1: digital economy bill with right. with notable spires to be erected in Wales right. uh, for you know housing records or something. <laughs> I don't know. The digital economy bill looks to ban anything that wouldn't be allowed on a commercially available DVD. Now, I don't know what that means. Yeah, in written, me neither. Because you can put anything on DVD in the U.S., I think. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know, maybe yeah. you can. Uh, that seems to limit adult content in a number of ways, banning things including female ejaculation all and right. the sight of menstrual blood from all pornographic videos, which to me, and I don't know, but it, to me suggests that somewhere there is literally a bill in the U.K. that passed <laughs> that said if it's on a DVD, you can't show these two right,
0: things. Right, right. So... I guess maybe they're Can you using show the, the birth de-
1: of a fetus. What do we mean by menstrual blood? Is it just yeah. if it was involved in an actual childbirth? It it is. It has to be just menstruation, period, right. non pregnant. No, that's
0: kind of an amazing not restriction. Not blood too.
1: from a vagina, but just blood. As anywhere part of else, the menstrual is cycle fine. is bad.
0: Right. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. Right. Because right, right. what a medical yeah, training
1: yeah. film. I mean, what. There's a lot of things that would involve blood that come out of a woman in a natural way. Right, that you could... But, I mean, what what did this bill say, right? I don't know. Uh, But anyway... Okay, so
0: that's two of the restrictions. Female ejaculation, menstrual blood. That's an interesting... That's a banana cakes one, in my opinion. While
1: there are no strict guidelines as to what acts and images can't be shown on commercial DVDs, adult film producers have found that they have had to cut almost all kinds of non-conventional videos from their films. Such restrictions include, and I'm literally just reading this now. Okay. It's not me. Doing, I'm not embellishing this sentence. All right. I love this. Such the, restrictions include the, quote, four-finger rule, unquote. The four-finger For instance, which limits the number of digits that can be placed into any orifice <laughs> while on video.
0: Okay. So that's Including already – mouth, I that, guess. That's already a rule. And then they're this just – This is you, already a rule. So you can only so they can't show any fisting or any of that stuff because they can't get over the fifth finger.
1: They can show fisting, but there's if, only if, four fingers. Well, they can show fisting if it's like an amputee, the if the guy doesn't have a thumb or something oh, or the woman doesn't. Yeah. Have a thumb. Yes. Okay. All right. However, Excellent. If if the fist er does not have all five digits on a hand, go nuts. Yeah, I don't think Apparently, that would stop
0: any pornographer. I, it's just like all right.
1: Yep. We're just casting call. Yep. People with missing one finger. Yeah. Um, for shampoo commercial. The British Board of Film Classifications, uh, that's abbreviated to BBFC, which probably means something to a UK person. I've okay. never heard that acronym before. Guidelines give a non exhaustive list of all the things that will be accepted in R18. So this is a positive, this is a white list, if you will, oh, okay. not a black list. Right. The regulator's highest restriction and the one that all porn shown to users in the UK must now satisfy. Alright. They include Satisfying. rules about quote penetration by any object associated with violence, unquote. Okay. They also ban any sexual act deemed quote obscene, quote, well, under the Obscene Publications Act passed in nineteen fifty nine. That
0: doesn't sound good
1: that for
2: does not our pornography. Sound good. No, nineteen fifty nine. Right, yeah. Right.
1: Adult film producers and act well, so basically anything racist is fine, probably. Right. right. right? Yeah, nineteen fifty nine, you're in the sweet Any, spot anything, of racism. Yeah, anything yeah. that says the word boob is probably right out. Uh, <laughs> adult film producers and activists have complained that such restrictions place huge limits on the kind of sexual activity that can be displayed and so constitute a form of censorship. Mm-hmm. If porn sites show any videos that were more extreme to UK users, then they, would be, then they would be breaking the law, according to the proposed bill. It wouldn't ban those websites from hosting the material, but they must not ever be shown to anyone in Britain. So if you did an IP filter...
2: Oh, I see. Or
1: requested that the user warrant the fact that they are not from the UK. You could just go right ahead and stream that to these filthy Americans and Australians, right? Who the just penal have like colony a, people
0: who have like a you know British accent fetish, yeah.
1: For their point. That's totally
0: fine. Right. That you can do. You totally just fine. so you can what they're saying is you can make it, you just can't show it.
1: You can make it and show it. Just right. not to our peoples. Not to Her Majesty's loyal subjects.
0: Now so if an American firm made such films and it got streamed, that's not allowed either. So who would they hit? Like, uh
1: so so here is again ISPs? this is no, but this is exactly where things are where I can't help. So we I get murky don't, I do not know how UK law handles uh ingress of traffic like i don't think they're great wall of china style yeah so i think you could go ahead and stream all five fingers all day long to get because i don't know what grounds they would have to stop you
0: right it just—they're trying to put this on the on the British filmmakers. <clears throat>
1: it seems like it. It does see. not seem to be a restriction on the telecom, which means that you could carry U.S. porn involving as many fingers as you want. I mean, get two hands in there if you think you can. Right. But uh, they are—they are, you just can't do it yourself. They—they're cutting. They are putting these restrictions on their producers of porn, not their porn. Right. Well, port, clearly, uh, it's just
0: causing an tra- import-export imbalance.
1: It's an right? arbitrage situation. Yes,
0: exactly, and people <clears> need to exploit that. So, one thing I was—oh, thinking, I'm thinking these people. All are, of these—all yeah. whenever you have a—you uh, know—anything more than the—you know—I know it when I see it situation. Yes. You get specific. Yes, you get these crazy, like the four finger thing is so because you're like, well, wait. Obviously there are people whose single finger would much be much bigger yeah. than somebody else's four yeah. finger situation. Yeah. So you yeah. have this terrible problem now. Yeah. Where Yeah.
1: It's the new three fifths compromise. It's like you can have three yeah, three fifths want, of the digits that and, a person has right. will constitute. Well it's a also and, and you also like, are
0: gonna okay. want like people with big hands. No Trumps here. We want big handed people oh, okay. to be like, look, we only you only get the is is four Maybe four is unallowed and three is good. The four-finger rule meaning, I don't know where, if it's a greater than or a greater than or equal to. You know what I'm saying? Uh,
1: well, I think it said that, didn't it? Uh,
0: nope. We might have to well, search no, for the no, you're right.
1: It just said which limits the number of digits. It doesn't say whether four is in or right. out. We'd have to go read.
0: I mean, really what they should have said is the digits, when you like put a ruler around them, say... Cannot I, f- be a certain I feel like, let's just
1: see, BBFC, I'm just going to type it in, BBFC All right, we're gonna gui- see it. guidelines mm-hmm. uh, for R18. That's what it was called, right? R18, yep. I think? Let me just double check that that, that is... Uh, that that's
0: so that is called. their X, is R18? R-
1: R18, it looks okay. like. So I'm going to type BBFC guidelines R18, yep. and I'm going to see if it's got that in here. Um,
0: the old four finger.
1: So let's see. Uh, I'm going to click on the, the, it's a PDF, which seems promising. I mean, that's, that's like what they were <laughs> getting so many. As, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: R 18. Uh, there it is. It's on page 24 all right. of the manual. So I'm going to just jump right there. Uh, let's see. This here. is going to work fine. Let me find that. What uh, PDF of you are using 24. It's just the one built into Chrome. I think. Uh, all right. Uh, so there it is. 26, 23. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so it says, R18 is to be shown only in specially licensed cinemas or supplied only in licensed sex shops and to adults only. Okay, this, so is this is X. Similar to in the U.S., where there are restrictions on who could get into these at a normal theater engagement. Yes. However,
0: which no longer really exist.
1: Well, what I was going to yeah. say is, I would also point out that it sounds very much like the U.S. laws in that there's no real law. It's more like a industry Self. agreement yeah, because yeah, yeah. they don't want there to be a law, so they just agreed to police right, it right. and not let you into theater even though there's no law against you going into right. theater, right?
0: Right. They also got tired they of think. mopping up.
1: They got tired of cleaning up. Yep. The following content is not acceptable. Material which is in breach of the criminal law, so that All makes right. sense. Material including dialogue likely to encourage an interest in sexually abusive activity, which may include adults role playing as non adults okay so for example, you could not that's interesting you because, could not have an adult playing a child in a situation right. where something nefarious was going on it sounds sounds
0: like right I mean. right the it ports, also sounds in, like incest would be not allowed
1: well, if they're both old enough
0: oh okay right
1: right i mean you incest that's could, could not. Mean criminal could mean father is 40 and daughter is I thought, is 20 I, I or thought something incest is criminal
0: like still. No? Maybe not. All right, continue. This is a, a...
1: Yeah, that could be. In the UK, I don't know. I don't well, know. Their whole monarchy would be out if it was, though. No, right? that's what I'm saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we got
0: serious problems.
1: The portrayal of sexual activity which involves real or apparent lack of consent. Okay. Yeah. Any form of physical restraint which prevents participants from indicating a withdrawal of of consent. So, for example, right. the ball gag, yeah. the gimp. Right. Is not allowed. Right. I would assume from Pulp Fiction.
0: Unless they have a wink or like a little. Yeah, maybe a, sa- how do you a do? safe wink. Yeah. Yep. Uh,
1: the infliction of pain or acts which may cause lasting physical harm, whether real or simulated. Some allowance may be made for moderate, non-abusive, consensual activity. So like somebody who Minor, this was a fan of spanking is basically yeah. what we're, we're. But no hearing.
0: more than that. No. Yeah.
1: Penetration by any object associated with violence or likely to cause physical harm. So, for example, I suppose a gun, even though it is not going to cause any physical harm if it is tiny or something. Right. It is associated with violence, ergo that would be out. Right. I would assume. All right. Right. Meaning it does not have to be doing. It does not have to be causing any harm or violence at the time, as long as it's associated with violence.
0: Right. I right. think. Okay.
1: I don't I'm know. I'm with you. I'm trying to interpret. No, this no. So we're trying.
0: Sure. Yep, yep. I'm feeling. I'm feeling you're right.
1: Sexual threats, humiliation, or abuse, which do not form part of a clearly consenting role-playing game. So here we're sort of saying role-playing is all okay all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah, exempting yeah. that
0: because all of these. I would say most of these things they've described are some of the most popular things on
1: well, we even I mean,
0: American porn sites of just like it's what you get. Like
1: although previously you were saying realtor porn was very, realtor very popular porn. Yes. You were saying L.A. houses are well, having a problem but it, with this. But the, that seems it seems like you can do that one though. Well, the real right, but no, but most of them are
0: humiliating are are humiliation based where they're like. Uh, Okay. You haven't paid your rent and so now oh, uh, yeah. it's all threats of that. But like, that's Certainly, not a
1: that's like a landlord.
0: Yeah, that's what under okay. yeah, that right. se- you get both okay. under all that right. particular subsection. Um
1: so those are all pretty nebulous but yeah. seem to outlaw most most anything you would probably call a fetish. Yeah. Would probably be pretty Trouble. tough on there. Yeah. Um however, I don't see uh I mean I'm just looking I don't see... The four-finger rule? ...anything like what they were talking about here. All uh, right. Maybe I'm missing it, but... You know, a lot of the... The rest of the stuff in documents document is talking about like appeals and things like that. I don't see a four-finger rule, so unfortunately, right. I guess we just don't know. Why don't you
0: type in finger... Into the search, if there's a search, and oh, in, see, in this PDF, yeah, and see if that comes up or if that doesn't. In. All it right, doesn't. well then so that's probably maybe just maybe
1: there's a different document we don't know about, yeah, um, or maybe it was one of those other ones that they mentioned, like the old or 19, maybe our UK law.
0: our our UK uh legal listeners can be like, no, 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 it's it's more that's like could be more of like a a case law situation where they have previously ruled on three fingers. And the court did not act upon it. Whereas four fingers, they said that's that's just too many.
1: It could be. Here's like a uh, a webpage on the Obscene Publications Act of 1959, which may also be a legal source for these. I'm not sure. Uh, but this was the thing they mentioned in the article, right? Uh, and I can look to see if that's got the finger thing. In it. it doesn't appear to. Okay. Um, so I don't know. I, yeah. You know, maybe you know, maybe this is just fake news. It could maybe be. Maybe this is fake news. Maybe there is no, it's the fake, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't know where these things. Well, it also
0: just could be one of those things in practice is what they came off. Yeah. And and yeah, it is. It is funny whenever you try to get into a situation where you're outlawing something versus allowing things. Yeah. Because you get into weird situations like three versus four, which don't. Yes. On on the surface, yes. make any sense, yes. right? Right.
1: Well, there's a lot of stuff. So this happens a lot of times in U.S. law, right? Is, um, sometimes there are rules, you know, classification systems that are written into law. So there'll be things where they literally say, like, okay, something is considered a bank-to-bank transfer if it satisfies these, you know, cl- criteria for purposes of this SEC regulation. All right. So that's. The test for whether something's a bank face is in the law. You can read it; it's there. Right. Other times it's case law based. So Congress says something like, you know, you can't do blah blah blah. I'm trying to think of uh, I can't think of an example offhand, but it's like uh, Congress says like no one shall have a haircut that is too ridiculous. (laughs) Okay. Right. Yeah. But. Now a court has to decide what a ridiculous haircut is, right? right? Right, right. And sometimes they can just throw that law out, like by saying, hey, "Look, it's facially ambiguous. We can't enforce. <laughs> like this law is just not going to fly." You right. throw it back to Congress. They're going to have to, you know, either rewrite it, it or it's not right. in effect, right? Other times they come up with a test. So, so may I ask something? Then? A, yeah. So
0: when the court says that they're saying this law is unconstitutional, that's how they throw it back, or they can throw it back and say it's just not really we can't apply this until you fix it. Do you know what i mean? Are there two ways of pushing back or is it or do uh, you just like throw the whole law out period? Yeah. Do you know what i mean? I don't know what how that works <clears throat> in practice. In in
1: So this gets down to i can give you a vague idea of how that happens, mm-hmm. but this is the kind of thing that you have to probably actually study law to really You're answer to 100% accurately. Okay. Because one of the problems with only listening to law getting uh, adjudicated, is that if something is a de activity of a clerk okay. or something, it will not be discussed. It's just known oh, I see. It just what gets, will happen. Right? I, see, I see. So, you know, if if you, uh, so for example, one of the things in the things we're talking about is something called void for vagueness doctrine, which is a specific specific doctrine that involves saying that a law is not going to be enforced uh, by the court, is not going to be recognized by the court because it's too vague. Okay. That's the thing that actually exists. right. right. I don't know exactly what void for vagueness so doctrine they, is. I know when they've invoked it. Right. I don't necessi- and so I know the vague outlines the, of it. Right. But I don't necessarily – because I haven't gone to law school, I don't know right, right. what the actual textbook definition of this void for vagueness doctrine is because unless I actually found the actual case when I was listening to cases, sometimes I do go all the way back because they have the oral arguments for it. Um, where you can actually listen to it, I don't know. Like, so I don't when, know was involved in that. Maybe when, so, right? when
0: there's a doctrine like that, mm-hmm. and I don't mean to use that one specifically, but just in yeah. general, does that come from – that? that comes from the courts trying things and mm-hmm. then slowly settling upon – a litmus test that we then just use from then on to save time?
1: Um, It's often not slow. So okay. it's often rather quick. Now, courts aren't quick ever in that sense in that it had to start at a lower court and bubble up and bubble up and bubble up and bubble up through all the appeals to the Supreme Court. So it's not fast in the we did it, you know, we had a problem on Friday and we solved it on Saturday, right? But it's binary. But when it's it... usually like, well, the Supreme Court saw this. Yeah. And a lot of times they rule on it. Right. So it's like after several months of them deliberating in chambers, they they come out with the test. Right. So, and then, so
0: they that it, that introduces both the test and also settles whatever the the yes. the court case they're yeah. trying now. So a lot of times, so then you don't have to push it to the court anymore because now you can just apply that rule then from then on.
1: More or less. Yeah. Yes.
0: And then if the Congress wants to fix that, then they pass a law that says something else. That might. Uh, They
1: may or may not be able to. It depends on whether the uh, what the court decided was constitutional or not. So uh, there's there's many functions. This is called like so that whole uh, we're we're now in courtland. Yeah, that's fine. I'm gonna talk forever. Yeah, sorry. Um, so basically, if you look at the way things are structured, uh, what what you're looking at in that branch of government is called Article Three. It's Article 3 of the Constitution, right? Okay. So, Article 3 courts are the things that are specified by the Constitution uh, that are curing all of these things and adjudicating these things, right? And something has to slot into Article 3 of the Constitution in order for them to ever preside over it. So, for example, you can have things that just lie outside of Article 3 of the Constitution, and a court may arrive at a conclusion that they simply cannot rule on it, right? Okay. However, There's a huge number of things that are within Article 3 of the Constitution. And so when you talk about a Supreme Court case, it is not always – they are not all the same kinds of decisions. Some decisions under Article 3 of the Constitution made by the Supreme Court are deciding issues of constitutional law, meaning they are proclaiming what you literally must do unless you amend our constitution to change right. it. Right? Okay. So that is the very most powerful rule that an article three court can ever issue right. is saying, this is the law of the land period and nobody but us can ever change it.
0: I see. Okay.
1: And they can do that. They right. have that authority. Right. right? Um, and in that sense, they are the Supreme arbiters of the law of the land because no one may challenge them. Right. The only mechanism in our constitution for doing that is impeaching a Supreme court justice.
0: Really, I see. Right. Right.
1: So when they hand down an article three, but l- another constitutional supre- ruling. Yeah. That's the end of the story. Th- however, they are often and much more likely called on to do something uh, much less than that. They can rule between two parties. Okay. So simply there is a dispute. You and I have an argument that eventually gets out of hand and it goes all the way to the Supreme Court no constitutional issue involved. They are simply adjudicating a dispute between two parties, and they are interpreting— This is just the
0: end of the appeals process, isn't it? End then? of the appeals process. Right? All
1: right. And in order for it to make it to the Supreme Court, it has to be about something procedural or legal. It can't be about facts, usually. Oh, okay. Once in a great while, some really weird shit can happen, and then it is Because they the facts. figure
0: somebody smart has already looked at the facts and made a call. No. Okay.
1: It's not their job.
0: Okay. All That's right. their see. opinion. Right. The right.
1: Supreme Court's official line is that the appellate process is not there to relitigate the facts of the case. I see. Fact finding is for the court of original jurisdiction. They do their fact finding. I and see. And if a Supreme Court adjudication is going to look at facts, they're going to be facts that are informing the nature of the effects of their judgment. Not, Not the, the facts itself. of the case. Right. Okay. Right. So for example, in a All Supreme right, Court case, you may have facts, quote unquote, introduced by Amikai, which are friends of the court, people right. writing in, say, for example, Justice Department Jeff, or whoever. Jeff yeah. Roberts submitting a, a Amikai brief because I'm an expert on small business software, whatever, as a small business owner who has you know, massively affected the industry of computer games. So you say games. something. Here's my opinion on this subject. And here's the data from our company about how this would really negatively affect us. That could be considered a fact, right? And it is taken into account potentially in their proceedings. It's not a fact about the case. Right, right, right. right, right. So it can't be about whether Joe Smith shot the gun that killed you know, Mary right. Sue or something, right? That can't be what it's about.
0: In a Supreme Court case, there are not things <clears> – <throat> it is Facts not the normal not things where you're like <clears> – <throat> objection and, like, take that out or strike that. It's not that kind of court, right? Oh, oh right,
1: right, right. Yeah, okay. It's so, just looking... Okay, I yeah. see what you're asking. Um, appellate courts do not function the way Perry Mason functions. Okay. So what you're talking about there is a jury trial. Right. There is no jury in the Supreme Court. Uh, so basically, once you once you finish with your trial court proceedings, which could They be, just
0: get this big stack of documents.
1: Correct. Um, basically, the, the appellate courts that hear it from then out are not prosecutorial in nature right? i see so you can think of it more as petitioning in front of a magistrate i come up and i state my case right i sit down right you come up and you state your case and you sit down they say thank you very much and they you go. don't away argue for several you don't i see we will never argue right um the the side that goes first right um they are allowed five minutes Oh, is it They get some rebuttal? They may have up to ten. They are allowed to take some of their time and move it to the end. Oh, oh, I see. But they don't get extra time. Right. So you each get 30 minutes, say, for the Supreme Court. And I think you can reserve up to ten. It might be only five. Wow. uh, Of rebuttal time. And in that case, the next side goes, and then you get those minutes. Okay. Uh, It's customary to do this, and everyone always does if they can. Okay. Uh, I don't know that it actually helps, but they do. Right. So when these cases move up the appellate chain... All of those cases are not the Perry Mason style. They're only the style of I am getting up one lawyer. Right. No, the defendant or, uh, or um, well, they're not even called, they're usually called petitioner and respondent. Okay. Because, right? again, it's They're petitioner. long gone. They're, it's not, yeah. it's, there's no defendant, there's no uh, prosecutor in that sense. It's right. petitioner and respondent. Okay. And why this is important is because it does, the original case may have, the sides may have been flipped. So, for example, let's say I go to court originally, right? Uh, yeah, in the case where you and I are suing each other, okay. Right? Um, and you did something and I sue you. So I am the prosecution and you are the defendant, right, right, right. in this case, right? right? Um, after this trial concludes, if we seek appellate review, so we're asking a court to review it, it could be either of us who wants the review. If I won right, the case... Right. I'm the prosecutor, I'm the case, I'm probably not Not going to review it. Maybe I want to appeal for some other reason, but it's rare. You lost the case, you want it reviewed. You're like, this case was bullshit, I shouldn't have lost, I was in the right here for all these reasons. So you are now the petitioner, you are petitioning the appellate court to review the case, but you were the defendant. (laughs) Right. Right? Okay. So I brought the case to the original court, but you brought the case to the appellate court. And then you and turn it can flip in... as many times as you want. It can right. flip multiple blah, 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 all around, the way right? up. Right. So when you get to the Supreme Court, the person who's the petitioner may not have been the prosecutor in the right, original right, trial right, court. Right, right. Does that make sense? Okay, yeah. 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 So anyway, when these courts case get up there, they're very staid proceedings. They're basically like present the side, sit down, present the side, sit down. Right. The people who do the objection and the interrupting and all this other stuff it's been are way the justices.
0: Oh, interesting!
1: They are interrupting each other, and you, and uh, and
0: asking they do whatever for clarification. The they want I yeah. see. because right. they
1: are. I mean, they're the now. Thing when you're
0: talking that, four fingers, are you talking like that kind of right. thing? Right, and it depends
1: yeah. on who you're talking about. They all right. have their own styles, right? Um, and uh, you know, uh, from Clarence Thomas, who never interrupts, uh, he except ne- in right. really. Very specific scenarios. Right. The the myth that he doesn't talk is not true. He's talked like three or four times, right? Okay. Um,
0: still very few times. Very
1: yes. few times. Very yep. few times. Uh, what you could say is if he does talk, either he's going to make a joke or you really pissed him off. I see. Right? right. Um, like he really felt like something wasn't addressed. Right. Uh, so th- there's two times I can think of. Uh, like one time uh, was a cross-burning case. I mean he he's, was the only black justice on the court at the time, right? And he like... Objected basically. I mean, he didn't say objection, but right. he objected to the fact that cross burning was referred to in a very nonchalant fashion by one of the lawyers. Right. I see. So makes sense there. That was kind of a touchy issue potentially. Right. Other case was he's a very, very originalist kind of a of a, a of a judge. He thinks about things as like you know what literally would James Madison have wanted have done here. I see. Not. What would James Madison, if brought to today, have done? Right. right. But literally, what would James Madison have ruled at the time? Right. Right. He might have thought. Which is great because you Um, can
0: imagine the founding fathers trying this stuff. Yeah. Just their minds explode. Like, female, what? What are you talking about?
1: I don't know. Sometimes I give them more credit than that. Sometimes I think they would have just been like, how do you guys do that now? All right. Yeah, no, that's stupid. Like, I I, I don't know. I I, I have no idea. I Uh, feel like some some of them are dinguses. Like, founding fathers is a bad term because it lumps a whole bunch of very different people into one category, right? Yeah, absolutely. They were all men. That's true. So, fathers (laughs) might be appropriate. Um, but, you know, it's like they are very different people. Yeah. So it's kind of, you can't, you know, who would do what is very uh, nebulous anyway. But anyway, that's the way he thinks about things. So the other time I remember him jumping in was uh, someone had not addressed uh, the uh, an issue of taking away gun gun rights from somebody. Um, and as you can imagine, someone who's an originalist, gun rights very important. Yeah. I mean, the Founding Fathers were not wishy-washy yeah, on whether that. you could own a rifle. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, And so he had a problem with someone... Uh, that the none of the other justices had really asked any questions about taking away this fundamental right as part of another thing that was going on, and he wanted that clarified. So right. at the very end of the oral arguments, right at the end he said Let's what be you clear. Tell yeah. me about this. Yeah. Right. I see. So he does jump in on occasion. But anyway, most of the most of the other justices all have styles of jumping in and they will jump in um, you know, the brief overview is like Uh, Sonia Sotomayor will just jump in any damn time she feels like it and ramble forever. Her, uh, her, you know, sort of comrade in arms in this is Justice Breyer who will do exactly the same fucking thing. They were like (laughs) made for each other. They both just ramble on about this thing and it's like, are you going to get to the fucking question? like a person who gets up and asks a question at the end of a GDC lecture those two, right? Uh, there's Neil That's, Gorsuch, who's right. new. He asks extremely specific textual questions, like, okay. right, very brief, right. There's Samuel Alito, who's just annoyed with you, as far as I can <laughs> tell, like almost all the time. He's just a grumpy old man. Yeah, pr- pretty, like pretty much. Uh, there's. Um, John Roberts, who's the chief justice, yeah. and he is usually asked just a reasonable, like, nice guy question. Like, okay. As much as I could say, like, he's he's the most cordial person I've ever heard on the court. Okay. Pretty much bar none. All right? right. Like, I don't know who else. Like, I can't think of another person who comes to mind. There's Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who usually only comes in when she has something specific to ask. And then there's, of course, my favorite, who's Elena Kagan, who's, like, the best justice ever, who, like, only comes in to ask important, very useful questions. I see. I that. would say that, actually, Neil Gorsuch is pretty close. He's, so far, he's been pretty good on that front. Hmm. Um, he's just taking ideology out of it. I'm yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. justices, right? Right, right, right. Because, um, obviously, nobody who doesn't think about things in terms of logical processes is ever going to think of Elena Kagan and Neil Gorsuch in the same mentality right right, right, they're very different ideological uh, you know once nominated by trump was nominated by obama very different right ends um what's the word i'm looking for uh pedigree there right do you
0: think they're getting better in the terms of uh as as these things get harder and harder do you think they're getting
2: no
1: well so for example like probably my my favorite and least favorite justices are alina Kagan and sonia sotomayor both nominated by barack obama
2: i see I would yep. say, yeah,
1: and so and both recent, yeah, and I would say I the, they are the ones you don't I'm like likely. their decision making. Since- I I don't like their thought processes. I see, right. I, or well, I should say I really like Atlanta Kagan's thought processes. I really don't like Sonia Sotomayor's. I see. Um I feel like Sonia Sotomayor is really far on the wishy-washy, emotional. This is a nonsensical thing you're saying. I don't feel like you're following the argument. Like I just I don't feel like she has a hold on it. And Elena Kagan's the opposite. She's always on top of it. She's, like, cutting through the crap and going, look, here's what we're talking about. How are we going to do this? Like, you're saying these things, they're not adding up. Like, make them add up for me or I'm I'm upset with you, right? Right. And it's exactly how I like to think about things. Now, those are my personal opinions. Other people want different things in a justice, right? Everyone has their own opinion about that. So other people might be exactly flipped. They might think of Elena Kagan as too robotic or something, right? right? But I love that. That's what I want to hear, right? I want to hear somebody who's taking passion out of this and thinking, how are we going to make laws that work? How are we going to make this system work?
0: So if they only, each side only has these 30 minutes. Yeah. What if they don't have enough information to make a decision? Do they ever have to say like, all right, all right, we're going to go ask a lot more questions of you come back.
1: Well, you know, (laughs) or can they do their own studying? What you can, the way you can think of this is it's, I mean, other than the fact that the oral arguments are awesome because they provide me my podcast entertainment, yeah. right? I mean, that's, that's what yeah. I get out of them, right? Because I'm not a legal scholar and I have no effect on the court. So me listening to them is purely entertainment, right? right? Um, other than that, you can almost think of them as a bit of a formality. It's not really important what happens here because they have stacks – and stacks of collateral documentation that they're going to oh, go through. I see. They have whole,
2: each, I see. each one of them.
0: They're looking at hundreds of pages of shit regardless each, of what's correct. said. And I, I each see.
1: one of them has a staff. Who will do research for them all day, all the time, right? And these are the best legal minds in the country. Like the most prestigious thing you can have on your resume when you go to apply for a law is I clerked for Elena Kagan. I clerked for Neil Gorsuch, whatever, right? Right. I clerked for Supreme Court Justice. And that is – if you are a law student who has any ambition, if you can get that job, you will will, – for it. Right? Right. So so they are picking from everyone they could possibly want will be on their team. I see. So, you know, one thing that I think is underappreciated about the Supreme Court is definitely that they do a fuck lot of work, a lot more work than congressional people do when they work on a bill. I see. It's not like in Congress where half the people haven't even read the bill and their staffers haven't even read the bill, right? right? right. It's definitely the case that every single justice pretty much, even the most dingus justices – have read the bill – I mean read the bill – have read the materials and more to the point, all of their clerks have read the supplementary materials. You know, right. Not every justice is going to read all 70,000 pages of amicus right. briefs or whatever, right? Because it's not feasible. But they have picked through it. They have looked up the laws. And in terms of the sides they're on, they have gone back through the case history to see what supports them and what doesn't. Okay. They're not ignorant and they're not taking it lightly. Right. Um, so
0: let me ask one question since we are getting close.
1: Yeah. How
0: do they – Decide. So you have all this stuff. Mm. You have the other thing, which is they decide whether to take it or not. Mm-hmm. Is that – do they all vote on that together or is that uh, – how does it get yes to and that no. point? Yes no.
1: So basically, if I remember correctly – and this is, again, one of those law school procedural questions. Yes. And not only a law school procedural question because I bet if you asked a lawyer, they wouldn't be able to tell you. But I see a constitutional or Supreme Court law scholar, you could ask and right. tell you this. It's easy law. I just don't know it. My understanding is it's something like four justices have to agree to take it.
0: I see. I see. So
1: a minority has to right. agree that the case. But they don't is read the
0: seventy thousand pages first. They're just like, oh, this no. seems constitutionally important, or this uh, again, is it's something. Not constitutional. Yeah, 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 yes. right, right.
1: Uh, yes, but they. I think it's something like four justices. I don't quite remember how that goes. I see. Uh, but you know, I shouldn't even say that. Let me just say that I'm pretty sure if four justices agreed to take it, it would get taken. Yeah. Whether there are other ways it can get taken, I don't know. And there's also a bunch of other things. Like, uh, I think Supreme Court justices are assigned per circuit. So, like, if an appeal comes up from the Ninth Circuit, a certain justice has the ability to stay it potentially okay. without someone else doing it. like there's a, there's a bunch of procedural rules that I don't know. I, I guess see. is that that that's the takeaway uh, that you could easily go. For, in fact, I could know them in 10 seconds. We could go look at it. Up right. It's it's easy law. It's not complicated. Right. You just have to go read what it is. And right. I don't know it, right. uh, but no, you don't have to have five out of nine say, we're going to take it. You can have a minority say, we're going to take it and take it. Right. I see. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Yeah. And sometimes they'll avoid taking cases. Even if they want to take them because the case isn't right yet, right. Um, or they don't want to decide something yet, um, that can happen. Right. And so, in whole the case of, of like
0: the UK thing, <laughs> which is a completely different set of rules and everything. Yeah, what they've done is just turned their pornography business into mostly for the the I wouldn't even say extreme pornography, but the fringer pornography yeah. providers. They're just going to have to go international with that. They're just going to have to get it out there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: and honestly, I think the British accent helps. You know? Okay. Yeah. 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 I think right. I
1: think there's a you know UK flavor. I appreciate that. You look a little UK flavor.
0: Yeah. yeah, but well, to me as an American, yeah, even the lowest, you know, what a British person would say, that person. You know their version of hearing like a heard a a, hot like a you know ding dang kind of situation. Oh, okay, okay. uh, You're talking about southern like, like, yeah, where you're just like, oh, this isn't yeah. Where we just immediately classify that person as like, oh, Jesus, right? right. Specific southern accent. That's Florida man, Yeah, yeah, right. They I mean, they have that too with oh, the particular okay. accents. I'm right. sure. I'm I'm not. glass like of guessing. A but I'm accent. assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the okay. I, exactly what I was thinking okay. about because right. of that podcast yeah, okay, yeah. we used to listen to. Yeah. Um, All right. Uh, and so, but that doesn't. I don't have that uh, line. So for me, I see a porn. Okay, where it's british accent. I'm just like this is classy. You, it doesn't right, okay. matter. So it, it could
1: be it could be the you know in 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 the british mind the trashiest british accent yeah. would still be high class for you cuz you don't know. Oh yeah, saying, I it's I like know. oh boy, he look too, at this. I assume. Yeah. I don't
0: know. Yeah. So so in that regard yeah. this probably doesn't I mean it probably bothers them a little bit in terms of yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, local production stuff but yeah. like I assume that if there even it's a is much a market, larger market outside yeah, the UK than inside yeah, for
1: any definition absolutely. of Absolutely. Right? Here's another question for you, right? If there's
0: a market for. I don't know how that works anymore nowadays since it's all free. I don't know where the. I'm going to make
1: something up here that I yeah. don't know if it's true or not. But for example, let's say that a fairly uh, reasonable chunk of the Indian market, which is massive. I mean, yes. they are a very populous country. If they have some old, like, UK, like. Uh, Colonial fetishes. Yeah. They could serve that market, for example, just fine. Well, I Same also here, like in the middle right? of the
0: porn red to break red into coating. song and then a line where they're all okay. doing the synchronized right. dance and then okay. the, it keeps panning back okay. to more people okay. dancing, right. which is generally yeah. the Bollywood okay. reverse pan right. shot of like more and yeah. more, and then pretty soon the whole city's dancing. Now if my porn <laughs> happened that yeah. way and they're all naked, yeah. singing and dancing and fucking fine. Oh, I'm all over that'd okay, be great. Right, yeah. yeah, that'd be fantastic. A
1: cast of thousands.
0: Yes, I'm I'm so down for that.
1: Well, what I would say is, yeah, it seems like that's you know, uh, that's really all they've done here is just made it so that their porn producers are going to look external, which presumably yes. they should have been doing anyway. I mean, yeah, because it's, the UK is not a large market compared to the world, right? So <laughs> yeah, yeah, and porn. Not really that language specific. Right. Like, you know, people are not coming for the brilliant dialogue probably, I'm guessing. So it feels like you don't necessarily need to worry. You could sell porn to China. You could sell it to India, other large population centers. That's uh, true. Certainly the U.S., obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> In fact, the more different,
0: the better probably because you exotic. get to the point it's exotic. where exotic, it's exotic. you want to mix it up a little right? bit. Who, who, right. Wherever
1: the U.K. people would be exotic. Right. right? I've
0: seen Four Fingers – Way too much. There you go. I want to see somewhere yeah. where yeah. the limit... Yeah. It, you know, because sometimes constraints, yeah. Casey, art- makes Artistry. for good art. That's a good right. point. It's so all about the, the constraints. What can you do with three fingers, Casey? Yeah. Or I want to see. Or the restraints in this case. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Put so I like on that we mostly talked about the Supreme Court in yeah. this porn one. Yeah. Um, which, which feels, which feels uh, appropriate somehow. It does. It, it does. Right. Though this was... Uh, Wait, wait, is this, this is not geese. This is fuck.
1: seven swans of Swimming swans of
0: swimming, right? Was that what we seven, said was? seven judges a, a, a I don't adjudicating? Know.
1: I don't know. I don't know if the Supreme Court's ever had seven justices on it. It may yeah. have at one point accidentally. I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, if you want Casey to rule on your dispute,
1: <laughs> if you have any Supreme Court questions for Casey, right?
0: If you have,
1: and you don't care if they're like only half answered because he says something like, and we "You have to go to law target. school to know the answer to this," and he doesn't, then write in right in to podcast right. at jeffandcaseyshow.com. And Casey Show. dot <laughs> com.
0: All right, and yeah. then tomorrow we are going to do uh, day eight of the twelve days podcast. Yes, that's right. And we will catch you then.
1: All
2: right. All Good right. Days, everybody. Thanks,
0: everybody.